0: Hey there, lovely listeners. I am Lacey and I am thrilled to welcome you to The Real Life with Lacey, where we embark on a captivating journey through the raw, unfiltered realities of life. This isn't your typical podcast here. We say it like it is with no holds barred. We're diving headfirst into conversations others often tiptoe around, from the funny and the motivating to the deeply inspiring. The real life with Lacey is your sanctuary for growth. Sometimes it's just me sharing my own musings and experiences, and other times I'm joined by incredible guests who bring their unique perspectives to the table. Together, we're on a mission to ignite your curiosity, spark your laughter, and fuel your own personal growth. So whether you're here for a dose of real talk, a laugh, a newfound motivation, or simply to be inspired, you're in the right place. Get ready for conversations that will make you think, feel, and grow. This is The Real Life with Lacey, and I cannot wait to embark on this exciting journey with you. Hi, welcome to The Real Life with Lacey. We are back, and tonight we have a guest, and Today we're going to talk about a few different things, but I'd like to start off with, how fun is it being 20 and single? 20 I what? 20? 20 24. Okay.
1: Um, it's pretty fun, to be honest. Uh, I tried my, trying to find the right person, but... You already tried that? I've been trying that, and honestly, guys in their 20s either have baby mama going through a divorce, or just can't get their head out of their ass, so... So do you go for older then? I, it seems like the older you get, they're, they're still incapable of figuring out what they want to do with their life. What,
0: okay, so how old the oldest you ever dated?
1: The oldest i ever dated was B-39. Okay, and that was
0: not too young for
1: you? No, it, I think it was like perfect. Cause he's only 15 years older than me, and the only weird thing was his like oldest daughter was only two <laughs> years younger than me, so I was like, I gotta go, I can't be a mom to somebody who's like... <laughs> I, I guarantee she felt the same way. <laughs> <laughs> she did, yeah. She did like You're not my mom, we went to high school together. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> okay. So then um how's dating life from there on?
1: Um same old, same old guys doing saying, Oh, I wanna be with you, I wanna treat you like this and then fucking they get their head out of their ass and they're just like ghosting you, treating you like massive shit and I'm like if you guys just wanted to sleep with me, just fucking be honest, be upfront. like, we're, it's 2023, you don't have to lie about what you want. Would you be
0: okay if someone said that to you, and would you get it? Honestly,
1: I would rather prefer them to tell me up front, and be like, hey, I just want to have sex, I'll be like, great, me too, let's go, <laughs> let's just get this shit over with, let's cut the game, let's not fucking play around the bush, let's go straight through it.
0: Yeah, okay, so are you dating someone right now? No, I am not. Okay. Were you just dating someone? I thought you
1: were dating someone. I was just dating somebody, um, and he flew out to Vegas to drive back with me after two days of knowing each other. Wait, wait, wait. Why were you in Vegas? I was seeing my mom. Oh, okay. Um, but he went out there and met my mom, and my family. Everything was good. We drove back, um, spent like a month together, started dating, but then his baby mama found out about me and was threatening to kill me, threatening to show up to the house, beat my ass, and all that stuff. But they were
0: broken up, right?
1: They were broken up. They were in the middle of getting a divorce. He did lie to me, though. Another divorce promotion. He... <laughs> I didn't even see this coming. <laughs> mean, I thought they were, like, in the middle of it, but I guess they didn't file the papers. And I was helping him like, get the papers and do all that stuff, and she was just fucking crazy. And... He told me that the reason why we broke up was because he needed to find himself and figure out his life. But I was like, I'm pretty sure it's because I told him that I was going to put a restraining order against his bait mama. You think they got back together? Honestly, if they did, good on them. But fucking hell, like, ugh. the sex was good, but he was just fucking emotionally not there. Okay. All right, so
0: how is sex life in your 20s? Like, okay, I mean, honestly, I'm asking this because, obviously, I'm in my 40s. I haven't dated (laughs) in quite some time because I've been married for over a decade. So, I see 20-year-olds, obviously, at the bar all the time doing this weird dating stuff. I don't know. You find each other online Mm -hmm. most of the time. Is that how you normally do it? Yeah. Okay. And do people, like, catfish?
1: Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. There'll be people, like, guys using photos from, like, 2018, and they'll be, like, ripped, looking super hot, and you meet them, and they're like gravity hit your ass really fucking hard because you do not look like your photos or you need to stay away from the fucking Costco sample boxes. Okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so do you turn around? Like, if you're supposed to meet at, like, a general location and you walk in and you're like, oh my god, that's the person that I saw, but not. Do you be like...
1: I have one time, but usually I just go up. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna give them the benefit of doubt. Maybe, like, they're just going through something or, like, they gained a little weight. Like, let's try and get you back to how you were. But I did, I was going on a date one time, and I walked into this bar, and the guy was telling me what he was wearing, where he was sitting, I didn't tell him what I was wearing or anything, and I walk in, I see him at the corner of the bar, look like he ate himself, and I was like... So it didn't um, look anything like No, not at all. Did you turn around? I did. I left. And I was like, I'm sorry, my car broke down. <laughs> Did you? And then you instantly blocked them. Yep.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, that happens. All right. So then, any other crazy dating experiences that you've been going through in the last? Um, oh my god. Three oh, years. You probably oh. have a lot of stories. Huh?
1: I have a whole fucking novel. You have a really good one. Are you really, really? Can you
0: pick the best?
1: Mm. And you only date men, right? I do only. I have. Da- I did date a female when I was in the C's
0: in the seas what the hell is the,
1: the california conservation corps Oh, okay i did that for a few months um it was fun did date a girl everything went well but just wasn't right okay <laughs> i like Dick way too much for, <laughs> to be part of the, the vagina squad yeah no i feel yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean i get
0: that people can go that way for sure but i'm just like eh, you know sometimes it just isn't for you
1: True uh. But so you
0: tested the waters apparently.
1: I'm in, the, in I, the seas. Yeah, I did test the waters in the seas and I also tested the waters out of the seas. Um I was messing with a female for a little bit. Um we met at a party, hung out, and then we went down to her car, little tipsy, having a great time, making out, and then things started getting a little bit heated. And of course, I went down on her and Of course, of course (laughs) okay i'm just saying in my world it's like i'm not sure that's of course but whatever well and when it comes to females i'm more of a dominant but when it comes to males i'm like oh no do what you want
0: interesting interesting
1: okay but i went down on her and i thought everything was going good and i hear a click and i look up and she's holding the fucking knife in front of me what do you mean like she's holding she pulled out a switchblade and was just holding it i'm all oh hell no
0: did you add, like what am I am I doing this that bad that you want to cut me?
1: <laughs> I asked her I was like um like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why do you have a knife? She's like oh I'm into knife play. I'm all like, no I'm not trying to eat you out and you have an orgasm and stab me in the back of my neck. Like the fuck?
0: Okay, is knife play a
1: thing? It is apparently. Uh I'm not into it, but <laughs>
0: what is a knife plate okay i am so behind the times
1: okay i didn't know about knife plate until she whipped it out i was like what the, the f- what do fuck are you doing? do you, about? you just like throw it around or do you actually it's do something like, with it i guess people will, like put like rub their faces like you'll be like having sex and, like be like oh this is so hot like put it on your neck i'm like hell no what did they cut you uh no i hope not i i don't know i did, i after that i was like i'm gone i will right back up to that house and i started drinking more <laughs> So is that,
0: so if they cut you, is that, like, like, severe knife play? Like, is there
1: different? Probably. There's probably stages.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Okay, I didn't even know that existed. Is there anything else I don't know exists that is happening right um, now? I feel so just in the dark here
1: shit I don't know there's like a whole bunch of things there's like where people go out like couples will go out to a bar and act like they don't know each other oh yeah, and I like we'll try to that. pick on each other um, I do
0: act like I don't know my husband when we go to a bar but it's not for that it's just because I want <laughs> Josh, I totally understand <laughs> it's like you just don't know each other just go do your thing I'll do my thing it's all for you're like, free for awesome. tonight yeah, it's okay it's all bye hot status. <laughs> so it's just like I get it I get it but no I do know that people also role play and all of that like that was my time I get that I feel like there's some new twenties weird shit. There, okay. There's like three sums
1: happening all the time. Oh yeah, of course, one hundred percent. I've been in a few myself.
0: Okay, two women, one man. Yes. Two men, one woman. Nope. Okay. Does that that does
1: happen though? Yes, it does. Uh, there's been quite a few people that will do two men, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I have two holes where penises are exiting and or entering, and that's uh, about fucking it. <laughs> well, that's two men. True, but, uh, I don't like, I don't want to be fucked by a guy and then have him, like, shove his dick in my mouth. That would be uncomfortable.
0: Well, I've seen, or I've heard of more uncomfortable than that, but, so whatever, whatever <laughs> it is. Okay, so anyways, as far as dating, then no crazy story other than the knife with the going down thing, weird thing? Uh,
1: not that I can think of right now, but I'm, sure I'm pretty sure some will come to me. Okay,
0: alright, and so how was your childhood?
1: Like, did you have a rough childhood? I did have a rough childhood. Yeah? Um, I was molested for damn near 17 years, 12 years of my life.
0: 12 years of your
1: life? I was touched by my older brother for 12 years of my life. Hold up. Like, how old were you when it started? I was in preschool. There is a documented, there is a documentation of me being in, like, preschool drawing a penis as a dinosaur and then that's how that's how it all started my parents had cps called and that's how like it first first started okay,
0: back the fuck up okay so you started in molested by your brother like blood brother by my half brother yes half brother mom dad's my mom's side okay your mom's do- son and older
1: yeah he is twenty. he's 34 I'm about to be 35 Okay, so, and you said you're 24?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so 10 years older than you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you were in preschool, he started molesting you.
1: He started touching me, and then that's, uh, when I remember being a little bit older is when he started doing anal. Yeah. What the
0: fuck? Like, how old?
1: Like, little, little girl.
0: And were you telling your parents?
1: I was too afraid. He threatened me, told me that my parents wouldn't believe me, and that, oh, they're not going to believe you because I'm older and I'm a boy and all this stuff, so I kept it to myself i was i was terrified
0: so preschool is what like five uh-huh. or four, four maybe i don't know so 14 like you were i was a little little girl until you were 14 it continued
1: happening or it what, continued what? until i was 16 or 17 because i was 15 when he first vaginally raped me
0: he like he anally
1: raped me for multiple years of my life before vagina before vagina what
0: the fuck yeah. I'm so confused. Is that a normal thing?
1: Uh, Not a lot. Um, He just, uh, from what I know, he was like, I didn't want to take your virginity and all that stuff. And I was like, you're basically, you're raping me or molesting me. So, like... He's trying to be a good guy. He was, by, yeah, he oh, was... Come the fuck. Yeah, he was a manipulative motherfucker my entire life. Like, when I got, the cops told me about, like, all this stuff and they were reading the messages and all this stuff. Because that's how they... What do you mean, the cops telling you? So... When the cops found out about what he did to me... And that was when you were, like, 15? That
0: was when I was 17. And how would they finally find out?
1: So, he was doing it to other girls. He did it I to see. multiple girls in the county, and they looked over, like, the text messages, and they found text messages of him bragging to his friends about what he did to me.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. That was the worst time of my life. So I remember... That's, when, that's
0: your whole childhood.
1: Yeah. That's, that's why I, like... your
0: entire childhood. And how often was this happening?
1: Oh, my God, fucking... weekly? Monthly? Daily. He lived with us. Holy fuck. I was definitely not in the, like, growing up, finally being, like... When I turned, like, 18 or 19 was when I I finally, like, understood life and, like, understood growing up and being, like, an adult. And just, like, being a child. It sucked. I got my childhood ripped from me.
0: Completely. You didn't have one.
1: I didn't. No.
0: Okay, so you didn't tell your parents because you were afraid.
1: My parents, yeah, I didn't tell my parents because I was afraid, but they did know because they did catch, when I was little, That's I don't remember exactly what happened, but they kind of got a suspicion and they kicked him out, and then he got married, had three kids and he was continuing doing it you want to know the kicker though wait a minute wait continue yes i do want to know the kicker but what do you mean
0: continue doing that he wasn't living with you
1: he wasn't living with me for a while how was
0: he able to get in
1: like he knew the he had the key to the gate because i lived on property that you had a gate to get to he had the key to the gate he knew like when to come home when not to come there like all this stuff but the kicker would be that his wife knew about everything and watched him molest me one time made actual eye contact
0: how did this, what? How the fuck did that happen? She, like, I, wait, came to your house? Like, how did that, like, you don't have to relive, a, obviously, the exact situation, but like, I, how were you all in the same room?
1: We weren't, so, I, it was when I was younger, and he picked me up from, I think, a friend's house, and my dad's property's pretty long, it's a long driveway until you get to the hill, and when I remember getting up to the drive, the very top of the hill, and he pulled me out and told me what he was going to do to me, and I was like, please don't. And what age do you think you were? Like, 16, 15, okay. around there. It was when he just previously started, like, vaginally raping me. Okay. And I remember him just bending me over the car, and I, like, look into the car at his wife's eyes while he's doing this and just completely feeling dead. Like, I felt nothing.
0: Well, and she's just watching.
1: She's just staring at me, and I'm, like, crying, tearing, coming out of my eyes, asking, like, I'm mouthing, help me. What what's she doing? She did nothing. I remember after it all happened, we went down... And she was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, if you're really sorry, you would have stopped it. You're not sorry. Did they have
0: children at this time?
1: They did. They had two of the kids, I think, because he had three all together.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, so fucking nuts. Mm -hmm. And then how did it finally end?
1: So it finally ended when he went. So one of the girl's parents found out okay and what age were these girls like are they teenagers
0: or children like Six, young, young?
1: 16 17 around my age but a little bit younger because he would try and attack my friends oh and that's why i stopped having friends because i was like i don't want people that i love to get hurt and there was a whole thing around the county where people were like oh you're sleeping with your brother willingly and i was like there's a difference between willingly sleeping with somebody and just not wanting people you love to be hurt yeah like giving yourself up because you cared too much about people, and that's what I did. I was like, I will not fight you anymore if you just stop hurting people.
0: I've heard of that in um, siblings. You know, siblings that are getting molested, that yeah. the, like the older one normally tries to like shelter the younger ones mm-hmm. by taking the hit. You pretty much, you know what I'm saying? So that's basically what happened with you.
1: Yeah, it is. And I, my little brother looked up to him a lot because I mean, he was our older brother. He's supposed to be our protector, he's supposed to like watch out for us, take care of us, like all this stuff. And my little brother is my absolute world. Like I will protect him till the day I die. And I just remember him finding out what happened, and I tried to protect him throughout all the years. I was like, "Oh no, he's not doing anything. He's not doing this. He's not doing this. He's not doing this." Because like, just because he was ruined in my eyes, yeah, I didn't want my little brother to be like, "Oh, my big brother's doing this to my big sister." Like, yeah, that's not something you want to grow up in. What's
0: the age difference between you and your little brother?
1: My little brother is a year and like seven months younger than me. Okay,
0: very very close. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, so.
0: How did it finally stop?
1: So one of the girl's parents found out, and it got pulled to court, and that's when they went through their phones. And he had to leave Amador County and go to Sonora, and he finally got arrested in Sonora. Him and everybody got arrested. Everybody. Everybody got it was arrested. Everybody. Him, his wife.
0: His wife was an accomplice. Like obviously, we, I heard your story, but
1: you she she was. She let people touch my little niece and my nephews.
0: His mm-hmm. son, like, what do you have? Two daughters. One. Daughter? He had.
1: Two sons and a little girl. The oldest son was autistic, and then he had the little girl and a younger son. Okay, and she allowed... She allowed people to touch all three kids. Because I remember being in the... Because when you go through something like that, they want you to do a victim-witness thing. Like, oh, just because this happened to me, I'm not going to let it affect my life. Yeah. And I remember sitting up on the stand talking about mine and, like, going through mine. And I remember them going up and like, oh, we're going to do this for your niece and i was like okay and i remember hearing what they were letting these men and people do to my little niece who was in the single digits like she was a baby still and it was just fucking insane so they were both
0: sick individuals and they found each other and they fucked up their own children as well in the process Mm -hmm. and they got arrested
1: they got arrested he got yes he got 25 to life she got eight years to life because she got eight years of chance of parole because she told the court that he was drugging me and all this stuff and like forcing me and all this stuff i was like if i could i would be like you're a fucking line sack of shit yeah. because you wouldn't have sat there and stared at me while he was molesting me over the fucking hood of this car yeah like absolutely. if you really wanted to we could have overpowered him but no you put your tail between your legs like a fucking bitch and just sat there and watched it like or maybe, no, she, or
0: maybe she liked it.
1: She did like maybe, it. Yeah. I know she liked it because yeah. she was part of it and I was like, you guys are fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. So where'd the children go? They ended up going into uh, adoption agency and all this stuff and they are separated now and I can't see them.
0: All three are separated? Mm-hmm. You Be- can't, why can't you see
1: them? Because I am a part of the case. They. It's very highly that people that have been molested will molest and I'm like, I get that, but like most of us aren't like that. We don't, want to hurt anybody
0: yeah but i mean they do have a percentage it does that,
1: come out like, and i'm like i those are like i love those kids they were my life yeah. like i just want to see them and like looking back and like pictures because i get pictures from her sister all the time and like who's her sister uh the, who's her amy that that would be the so keith is my older brother that molested okay. me and his wife's name's amy okay so and amy's sister. amy's sister sent me pictures and it sucks because looking at my niece now she looks Literally like me when I was a little girl, and it breaks my heart because I'm like, all I want to do is just see you guys, hug you guys, and kiss you guys. Like, I love the fuck out of you guys. I just want to see them.
0: That's great. So, is there an order that's stopping everyone from seeing each other, or is uh, it the new adopted parents don't want to? Or
1: honestly, I'm not sure. All I know is that they are up, that they got adopted out in Humboldt County, Eureka. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just, I went out even when I was up there in the seas, I tried my hardest to try and get Uh, in with, like, social services and be like, hey, I just want to see them. I'm like, I will do Mm -hmm. visitation. Like, I will fucking have somebody watch me if you want. I don't care if it's the whole sheriff's department. Yeah. Like, I just want to see them. Yeah. I haven't seen them in almost fucking nine years. Like, yeah, when is it... Has it been nine years? since. It's been quite a few years because they're all in the double digits now, and they were in the single digits when I saw them.
0: Well, at least they got out of that.
1: Yeah, the reason why they had them separated was because my nephew and niece were... Humping each other when they were wrestling, basically, and I was like, "What do you expect? Like their parents didn't shelter them at all." Well,
0: you know what? Whatever they got caught with, it was probably even worse than that. Yeah, and you know, just, just, it just, which is awful and terrible and super sad. But those kids, I mean, and that that's a growing period for these children um, mentally, and a lot of children are mentally screwed for the rest of their life from that sort of base and it's really fucking terrible
1: yeah it took me a few years to finally like because a lot of people that have been through this we blame ourselves we're like we could have spoke up sooner we could have done this we could have done this to stop it And it's like you really can't being it, so young you don't
0: understand what's happening well it and was you're
1: scared as fuck he broke my dad's ribs how he fought my dad
0: stepdad it was his stepdad it was his stepdad it was my biological
1: dad uh he fought my dad and broke my dad's ribs in front of me and that was like a few days before i thought i was gonna i was was gonna tell my parents i'm like, tell my parents and they broke my dad's ribs and i'm like how the fuck can i tell my parents when he literally just fought my dad and like beat the shit out of him like i'm terrified all this shit that he did to me he duct taped my mouth shut duct taped my hands shut put me he did all this crazy shit to me
0: holy fuck what a sadistic motherfucker is he gone forever
1: he is he got arrested when I was 17 he, I think he got put in jail when I was 17 too so he's gonna be it's 25 with a chance of parole he was supposed to get 25 from me originally due to how young I was Yeah. and then get 5 years for the other girls and his kids so he was supposed to get 75 but he took a plea bargain so he's getting 25 and actually I think he is at Mule Creek Prison
0: no
1: yep when I searched it up, it said Mule Creek Prison.
0: Okay, so he's going to be there for another, like, 15 years or so?
1: Yeah. And I think I have four more years until I can legally... Because they have... Being a victim, they put a 10-year victim restraining order where I can't go and see him. And after that 10 years, that's, like, the one thing that I want to do. Because the one question you can... you It sucks to ask oh a rapist... Oh, my God, you
0: want to go see him?
1: Yeah, is why. And I know that's going to fuck him up. Because I... Even though, like he did all this shit to me I still know how to get into his head and like being 24 now and like learning all this shit about molesters and all this crap I'm like I'm gonna fucking use Uno reverse card his ass I'm gonna ask him why let him think about what he did why did he do it why was he doing all this shit to the person his little sister
0: yeah
1: like I before anything happened like my big brother was my fucking world and then he just changed and fucking thought he was he, I remember him telling me this cause I asked him why and he you like, did ask him why at one point? At right? one point, like, I asked him why. During or like during? Yeah. He told me this is what people do when they love each other, and I was like, "This is not what people do when they love each other." I know no siblings that force sex onto each other at
0: all. Have you talked to uh, so his mom, your mom? Yes. And his dad, whoever, like wherever he's at, he like, what know the dad. fuck made him like this? Is there any?
1: My mom thinks that when he was younger, he got molested. And I was like, I can see that coming through. But I was like, I don't understand why people that have been molested would want to cause the pain that they have been through onto somebody else. Like, why wouldn't you just cut it, leave it? Like, Yeah,
0: which is crazy because like you said earlier, there's statistically like a um, lot of these people that are abused or molested, they do it again yeah it's it's nuts i don't get it either but there's got to be some sort of logic behind it
1: yeah it's i don't it's just crazy like to know that this is it's kind of regular people molest people all the time and people are terrified to talk about it and i'm like it sucks
0: there's a lot of parents that it allow it to happen that see the signs and don't do anything about it, maybe because they're lazy, maybe because they're drunks, maybe because they're on drugs, maybe because they don't give a fuck, whatever the case is, you are fucking your child up. You as parents are supposed to protect your children. That's your job. That is what you, you made them protect them. And were you mad at your parents? I mean, I know that they obviously didn't know, but were you mad at them that they didn't know? You know
1: what I'm saying? honestly when i was growing up i didn't know what to think i was just more like terrified to do anything um but when i got older i like understood like they didn't know like my mom and dad knew something was happening because what little kid's gonna draw a fucking penis unless they've seen what a penis looks like yeah exactly like there's no way you can accidentally draw one and they continued to let him come around because he was better he got married he had kids like he must have changed no he just got better at his fucking lies mm-hmm. but i've got to say the kicker to everything that pissed me off the most and i love my mom to death i really do but she asked me and she was like why didn't you say anything i was like you have been molested you know she how she was co- too she was molested oh my by God. my by her cousin oh, okay. and i'm like you know how hard it is to speak up you know how terrifying it is and back then what she told me was like it was more common than it is now and people wouldn't believe you especially coming from like hawaii and all this stuff what she said and i'm like i'm pretty sure if you told my fucking grandma when she was living like she would be fucking pissed like they're not gonna let the cousin come around anymore. like i don't know
0: yeah no it's it's a terrible terrible thing and it happens all too often and it's happening all around us and we don't see it, you know, unfortunately, but I just I just hope that more parents and more children... More parents see the signs, and more children are able to actually speak to someone without being scared. Because being scared is the number one reason they don't talk, is because they're threatened.
1: Yeah, I mean, fuck, he duct taped my mouth shut, and he did all this shit. He zip-tied my hands. Like, he put me through some shit, and... I mean, I was terrified. Like when they talk to me and the cops, like you know, how they always say like when they, like they bring you back to the investigation room and they pull you in like this little, little tiny room. You don't realize how small the fucking room is until you're in that room. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being there and like when they're talking about like all the girls and all this stuff, ask me questions, and I was like wondering when they were gonna ask me about what he did to me, or maybe they just didn't know.
0: Yeah. Oh, and you didn't know at that point. I didn't
1: know that they knew. And I just remember talking to them about this stuff, and when they first asked me, because I was like, what he did to me, like, destroyed my life, basically. But he manipulated me so much that I believed, like, I still had love for him as a brother. And it was, I had to go to therapy and all this stuff, but i That was the next thing I was going to ask, what are you doing to fix this? It took me therapy and it took me a lot of people that I could trust and be there for me and like talk me through and be like, Hey, like there's nothing that you, you could have spoke up, but you were terrified. Like you were trapped. What could you have done? You spoke up and then your parents not believe you, you spoke up and then him fucking hurting you more. Like there was being young, your mind's going at like hundred miles per hour, like all these different thoughts, different things that are going through and like, you don't know what to do yeah. and you're young. You're still developing and it's just i'm just so grateful that i had friends and people that i could like talk to and confide in because it took me a really long time to be able to actually speak about it and not cry and like bring to tears be like yeah this happened to me i went through this but now i'm like yeah this happened to me it's always going to be a part of my life but it's not going to define who i am it's never going to be who i am just because i was molested doesn't mean that's who i am yeah it's part of my story everybody has shitty stories But it matters on how you go from now on.
0: Mm -hmm. Nope, I agree. And do you think it alters your relationships now?
1: It does, 100%. Because of what happened to me after going to many therapists and talking to therapists and all that stuff, they told me that the reason why I'm so hungry for love and wanting to be accepted by somebody is because I never fully got that love growing up. So I don't know what true love is. I don't know how to truly accept Love. I know toxicity. I know abuse. I know all this stuff, yep. but I don't know what true love is, and when I find people that are nice to me, I push them away because I'm not used to it. I'm like, oh, that's weird. He wants to be nice, and I'm like, oh, the guy that wants to be a dick, <laughs> come here, baby. Let's What's up? Yeah, yeah, and but
0: how are you, you going to alter that? Like, are you still just trying to work
1: through it? I'm uh-huh. still trying to work through it, but I know that me catching on to it, I'm going to have to, like, kind of, like i don't know redo my brain and be like hey like that guy is nice like try and stick it out don't try and stick it out for the douchebag that looks pretty are you just not attracted to nice guys i don't think i'm attracted to nice guys i yeah. think it's like the toxicity and like ooh, the bad boy yeah which sucks i'm like these nice there's like nice guys out there that want to take you on a date and do like all this nice stuff for you but i'm like mm, i want him
0: yeah a piece of shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. i the guy that's going to make me cry every night and treat me like crap.
0: Yeah. He looks pretty fun. Which, honestly, I don't think I'm the right person to talk to about getting you through that <laughs> segment show. it's so funny because I had a great upbringing. I didn't have any issues, you know? I mean, but I just always was drawn to the fucking dickheads, like, in the drama and all that. <clears throat> I mean, it took me until my later getting older to get out of that, but I don't know how... You, I feel like it's embedded in your brain from just being fucking 15 years of just hardship.
1: It definitely is, and that's why most of my relationships that I've been through, and a lot of my friends have told me that I need to focus on me and figure out who I want to be. Absolutely. And I think now, being 24 and going through all these relationships and just realizing that I've destroyed men that were good, and I've picked the shitty ones, that I just need to focus on myself and get to know who Christina is. Tina, mm-hmm. and not focusing about, like, guys. Yeah. Get to know what I want to do with my life and how I want to be, like, be happy with being single.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And being alone. And you'll find love.
1: Yeah, it comes. I think I just... I was so hungry to be accepted, because I was never accepted. Mm-hmm. I was so thirsty for it, and that I just... It kept on, like, being like, oh, that's what I need to do, that's what I need to do, that's what I need to do, I need need to feel loved. Like, a guy could tell me, literally, first date, I really like you, and I'm like, oh, I'm fucking hooked, I'm gonna marry this motherfucker, watch. Mm -hmm. And then two weeks later, I get my heart broken. Yeah. I love super hard, and I fall harder, and it sucks.
0: Yeah. Well, honestly, I have known you for many, many years, you're good friends with my daughter, but I didn't even know the story. Coming into this... Which is pretty interesting, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like, hmm. I mean, thank you for telling the story, because mainly there are people out there that are going through this right fucking now. There are children right now that are getting molested, and their parents don't know. There are parents right now that your children are getting fucking molested, and you don't know. You know, and it's, a, it's the most terrifying thing as a parent, you know. I would, Oh, yeah. I would never, I mean, I would die if that happened to my children, you know. Um, but for you to come on a platform and be able to describe in detail, which is phenomenal that you have the capability and the awareness and just the, the non-filter ability to say it without feeling judged because you're not getting judged, you're here to help people. I mean, ultimately, I hope that there's going to be viewers that can watch it and, A, children, teenagers, come forward if it's happening. Parents, look into it a little bit harder. If you're thinking it might be
1: happening, look into it. You should be able to tell when your kid starts acting different, doesn't want to snuggle up to you, doesn't want to be loved by you, when they start distancing themselves, like, you can tell genuinely when your kid changes, and I wish I had something like this, like a podcast or something, to help me when I was younger. Because no matter what, if you're terrified to tell your parents, tell the cops, tell somebody. No matter what, somebody's gonna be there for you. And I wish I had that growing up. I wish I knew. I mean, I knew somebody was gonna be there for me, but it's so terrifying, and it, I get it. It sucks. It's one of the most scariest feelings is to like tell somebody that what you're going through because you feel like. You're the cause of it. You're not the cause of it
0: or that they won't believe you.
1: And that they won't believe you. That's
0: a people, huge People
1: Okay, yeah. if you tell somebody that you're going to be molested, someone's going to fucking look into it. Someone's going to guarantee you be like, "Okay, well we need to pull this child away from this and figure out what's going on." I mean, and there are people there has been cases where people say, "Oh, I'm being molested and it's not true." But, I mean, you can genuinely tell when somebody's being less of the, You can tell the fear on their face. They don't want to be touched. They don't want to go through this. Like, they don't want anything to do with human contact. Mm-hmm. Like, we shut down. Yeah. And that's how you can usually tell.
0: Yeah. So, um, before we go to close, is there any advice that you give to both parents and children that are going through
1: this? Shit honestly i'd be like you're not alone everybody goes we only have our Oh my god, I'm sorry. What? it's definitely it's, it's a hard thing to talk yeah, about it's yeah. just you're not alone it happens more frequently and more like all the time your next door neighbor could be having it happen to them like mm-hmm. you don't know and that's what sucks it's just you gotta it hurts and it sucks and i wish i did it when i was younger but you gotta speak up no matter if you don't think that they're gonna believe you or not if they don't believe you find somebody else that will believe you find somebody that's willing to fight for you because no matter what if you're too young if you're too scared somebody's willing to always fucking be there and fight for you and that's what i wish i had i wish yeah. i had somebody to fight for me and stand by my side yeah.
0: and that's amazing advice for a child especially when a child um, thinks that they're going to be hurt um thinks that their parents are going to not believe them and you know what sometimes the parents know and they allow it oh, there's some fucked up twisted shit like that that's out there for sure too so if that's the case grandparents, aunt uncles, teachers, tell somebody that will get you out of that situation. Because uh, an adoptive family, a foster family, will be better than that.
1: Yeah, no matter what. Even if, like, you can't feel like you can't go to your family, go to your school. Yeah, When you go to school, be like, hey, talk to a principal or something. Because they automatically... Buy legally have to call the cops mm-hmm. and you'll be put into cps right there and then until they get down on the case yes, like completely somebody's always going to be there to fight for you yeah. no matter what they are mandated by law mm-hmm. too um as far as parents
0: what advice do you have for parents that um for them just to look a little deeper if they think it might be happening
1: just watch your kid watch how they react to their siblings watch how they react to different people like if you're suspecting that your child being molested, watch how they're re- interacting with all these people. If they're starting to interact differently with somebody, maybe you should start to question that. Or if they're going places with somebody frequently, question that. Be like, hey, I know like you're young and you're going to the gas station with him, but why do you guys keep on going to the gas station? Why are you guys gone for this many hours? Like, Why, why is it long periods of time? What's going on here? Mm-hmm.
0: And like what you were saying with your niece and nephew, they started actu- acting a little sexual
1: yeah Sometimes there's going to be things well. that are going to happen you will if you pay attention and open your eyes you can see the signs it's just opening your eyes that's the problem you have to look into it be like oh my child's acting a little weird be like okay we'll pull them aside talk to them be like hey i know something's been wrong like what's going on and be like i'm not going to judge you this is a safe space you have to make your child feel safe even though you're their parent you have to make them feel safe. Like, if they don't feel safe, they're not going to say anything. I never felt safe telling my parents. That's why I never told them. Mm -hmm. But if they sat me down and talked to me and genuinely put interest into what was going on with me, I would tell them what was happening. But they didn't.
0: Yeah. Well, I just want to thank you for coming on The Real Life and (laughs) talking about real life shit. And I hope that this episode was able to help someone and that's our responsibility as humans, when we've gone through some fucking shit, is to be able to help others get through it. And that's the main reason I want to do this, is because there's so many people out there that need help, and you got through it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's still, it's still a learning experience, and I mean, I'm still learning myself to get fully through, but I mean, if there's anybody out there, and they you know Lacey personally, and you're going through the same thing... Lacey knows me and I can, I have no problem getting pointers and talking to somebody and just like being there for them because I wish I had somebody be there for me the way I am and I would love to help somebody get through this. Oh my God, that
0: would be phenomenal for you to feel that, you know? Yeah, it would
1: really bring joy to me to be, you know, I can can help somebody go through the pain and deal with the pain. I'm not going to be able to fully help you, but I can give you pointers. I can be someone, be here to listen to your pain. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Well, Tina, thank you so much. And I have a feeling that I need to bring you back because if I just (laughs) learned about this today, I think there's a few other things we could uh, find in your...
1: There's a lot more. (laughs) I mean, I've been friends with your daughter for five, almost six years. There's plenty. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, thank you again. You're welcome. Thank Um, you for having me. No problem. And thank you again for coming to watch The Real Life with Lacey. Uh, Stay tuned. Next week, we'll have another guest. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Real Life with Lacey. We hope our unfiltered and uncut conversations have left you with a sense of connection. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Remember, life is a journey filled with unexpected twists and turns, but we're here to navigate it together. Until next time, stay true to yourself, embrace the realness of life, and never be afraid to tackle topics others won't dare. This is Lacey signing off for now. Keep living your unapologetic, authentic life. And we'll catch up with you on the next episode of The Real Life with Lacey.